This is Jack Scallions. Would you join me for just a few moments from my heart to yours? Saul and his army stood on a hillside. They watched in amazement as a shepherd boy runs full tilt toward an enormous armor-clad Philistine giant in the valley of Elah beneath them. They could hear the boastings of the giant. They could hear the tumult of the armies, but perhaps ever so slightly, the hum of David's sling as it encircled his head, bearing a smooth stone of destruction that would in seconds sink into Goliath's forehead, bringing him crashing to the ground like a large oak tree. That day in Elah, something happened in that shepherd boy's life that would catapult him to the throne of Israel. Another young man viewed that scene that day, standing beside his father, King Saul. His name was Jonathan. Perhaps he was close to David's age, a youth himself. He watched a miracle unfold before his eyes and was trans transfixed on this one named David. He instantly recognized God had his hand on him, and perhaps he had heard the rumor that this son of Jesse had been anointed by Samuel the prophet as the next king. After the battle that day, Abner brought David to King Saul with his fingers ensnared in the locks of Goliath's head. The Bible declares that the souls of the two young men knit together that day and that a covenant was made. The king's son stripped off his royal garment, placed it on David, handed him his sword and his bow. This was a common practice in antiquity. It was used to indicate transfer of position. That day, Jonathan acknowledged God's choice of David's kingship and his own acquiescence to God's plan. The years passed. The impenetrable bond between the two grew stronger. The love covenant remained intact. The two met secretly for the last time by the stone Ezel. Jonathan's parting words confirming the covenant, the Lord be between me and thee and between my seed and thy seed forever. Saul and Jonathan were slain in battle. David ascended the throne of the united Israel. His enemies are subdued. And while musing over his friendship with Jonathan, he remembered their covenant. He asked his kingly court, is there any of the house of Saul remaining that I may show kindness for Jonathan's sake? A servant named Ziba said, There's one, a son of Jonathan, Mephibosheth by name, but he's lame on his feet, crippled by a fall. He dwells in the house of Makir, in the land of Lodabar, the land of no bread. In the early hours of the morning, the gates of the king's palace fly open. The king's horses can be seen harnessed to the king's own chariot. Their breath smokes from flared nostrils in the cold morning air, their sides heaving, muscles rippling as they strain against the check lines. Hoofbeats clatter across the cobblestone road that winds down the country side to the house of Makir, the son of Aminiel in Lodabar. Zeba's errand spurred by a king's decree, born from a covenant of love, a sacred promise made to Jonathan the son of Saul, a promise born out of love. 
Down in the distant town of Lodabar, the house of no bread, Mephibosheth lay paralyzed by a fall. The king's messengers halted the prancing horses at the doorway of that peasant house in Lodabar. A cripple was placed in the king's chariot, with his destination decreed to be taken swiftly to the king's palace. When his crippled body was brought into the presence of the king in the grandeur of the palace that day, he was given a kingly inheritance and a seat at the king's table continually. The vile robes of a cripple were exchanged for kingly apparel. His words to the king were simply, What is thy servant that thou shouldst look upon a dead dog as I am? But that night a dead dog slept in a kingly room, in a kingly bed in the king's palace. Like Mephibosheth, I too was crippled by a fall. I lived under a death sentence in a land of no bread. Undeserving yet loved by my King Jesus, he dispatched his Holy Spirit to gather me to himself, and I became a recipient of his grace. I shall forever dwell in his presence, feasting at his table continually. In one swift act of mercy, my King restored all that was lost in the fall. I revel today and will forever in his covenant of love bestowed on me. This is Jack Scallions. I want to thank you for allowing me the opportunity today to share just a few moments from my heart to yours.